the best strategy to help you silence fear in your life is to actually have a strategy. Don't have one yet? That's okay. I got you. Right now, you can get my Brave Life Planner for free. Just go to getyourbraveon.info and you can download my morning boot up routine that helps you focus on what you're grateful for, develop strategies and pathways to achieve your goals, and it helps you pick one brave thing a day to do so you don't get so overwhelmed. You also get my free daily planner to help you stay on task, and there's a video that comes with it to walk you through on how to use it. Download it for free at getyourbraveon.info. Life Audio. Never stop telling your story. And this is why. Hi, it's Amanda Carroll. Welcome to the Get Your Brave On podcast, season two, episode 14. Never stop telling your story with Christian artist Ben Fuller. I got to be honest with you, brave babes. This is my most favorite podcast I've ever recorded because I met Ben at an event. I saw him perform an acoustic show just for radio people. And afterwards, I just about accosted him, begging him to record this interview for this podcast for you. So brave babes, we're going to stop pretending like everything's perfect all the time and bravely tell our stories because it just might be the thing that somebody else needs to hear. How do you do that? Well, first sign up to be an official brave babe. Get my free brave journal and access to prayer, meditation, and devotions at getyourbraveon.info. Ben Fuller is about to introduce you into the most authentic version of Jesus you ever heard. That's next after a quick message from our sponsor. Come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org. Comcast Business gives you more for your small business with our new gig speed Wi-Fi plus unlimited data. Ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires new gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. Here's why you shouldn't pretend to be perfect all the time. Because telling your story of what you've been through gives people the permission to tell theirs. Do me a favor and be a hero. I have a goal of reaching 10,000 with this message of how to live a more strong and courageous life. If you know someone who's struggling with shame because of their past, please copy this link and send it to them. Paste it in a text because this will change their life. Brave babes, meet Ben Fuller. I stand in front of the mirror But I don't like who's looking back at me Wish I could see things clearer Oh, like who I'm supposed to be In every trial, lift me higher Through the fire, hold me tighter Remind me again that I was made for more Can I call you a brave babe too? Uh, listen, I accept that. 
okay, if, that's, great. if that's what I mean, I accept that. Absolutely. <laughs> Call me a babe. I mean, that's an honor. So, okay, there thank, you go. Thank there you, Amanda. Go, as long thank as you're you, okay Jesus. with that. <laughs> you are such a artistic storyteller. When I saw you speak, I thought you're bravely telling the truth of what you've been through. You're bravely revealing yourself. Um, I think it's very brave to admit what you've been through, tell yeah. your story to help others. I think that's why we connected so well, to be honest, when I met you. I mean, when it, too. It, it just, it was a very, there was just, we had that, we had that common uh, yeah. denominator of being brave. Yeah. And, and being real. And it's, yes. and it's not easy. How do you like to be introduced now? Like, cause you're not really a new artist. You're new to Christian radio. What is your and now presenting Ben? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. How do you want Ben? I know. I don't. So I'm like, I don't want to insult him by saying like a new artist because you're not really a new artist. I think. I think. I mean, I don't know. New. I think new is fine. I mean, a lot of people. It's so funny. I just played the biggest, the biggest event, if you will, of my life last night, the Christian BMI Awards, and I I looked out in the crowd, and there's We the Kingdom. And there's Kane and there's Zach Williams and there's Stephen Curtis Chapman. And I'm literally on stage singing who I am. And I'm going, what am I doing up here? All the writers, Jordan Sapp, I mean, uh, Jeff Pardo, all, all the record labels, everybody. And I'm just looking at these people. I'm going, oh, Ethan Hulse, you know, songwriter of the year. And I'm up here singing my song and I'm going, what am I, what has God done? And so uh, a lot of people there had heard about me, but hadn't heard the music. So I, I think, I think new artists or some people were just like, I've never even heard of you. And I was blown away. So I think new artists is fine. New artists, I mean, I Ben. Okay. Whatever you want to, whatever you want to do. I don't know. I'm ben just Fuller right here. Yeah. Having coffee with Ben Fuller <laughs> today, straight from Praise my God. kitchen. Cheers. Um, mm. So <laughs> I needed it this morning. Big time. Yeah, same. So <laughs> I strive to conquer fear. I call myself this fear, recovering fear addict, because I allowed fear in my life, shame of what people knew what was going on with me personally, all these different reasons why going, going through divorce, becoming a single mom, all these things Mm -hmm. that I had such fear for my future that I just, one day I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm reading Joshua one, (laughs) nine. And I realized that it is not an option. God says, have I not commanded you, declares the Lord, to be strong and courageous. Mm. But the beauty is, then he says, and I'll go with you wherever you go. So I realized it was a game changer moment for me. I'm like, wait a second. I don't have to live in fear. I don't have to allow that to limit my future. I can be strong and courageous because I'm not doing this by myself. Yeah. And that's what started Get Your Brave On, to try to together teach each other how to get over fear. So I saw Ben perform an acoustic show live for record people. So I would love for you to teach the brave babes, as I call them, Mm. about how to just be real, to bravely move forward in life, sharing the junk you've been through and how Mm -hmm. you've overcome it. Because I think that's, that's the true lesson of bravery. That's the stuff that's contagious. That's, that's how we learn from each other. That's how we grow stronger. Yeah. I, um, I still struggle every single day. 
Every single day is a, um, we're not promised tomorrow. And so I'm, I'm literally, I wake up and say, thank you, Lord, for changing my life. Thank you, God, for another opportunity to go out and just let me tell the truth. Let me be so brutally honest with people that it hurts. Let me remember where I come from. Let me remember the things that I've been through. I don't ever want to forget that because, you know, moving forward, it's like so much is changing so quickly um, in all of our lives. And um, I just think it's important to never forget uh, where you came from. But I, you know, I grew up in Vermont. I grew up on a dairy farm. I grew up um, trying to seek my father's approval. Um, and it was one of the hardest things for me, uh, as a kid was just wanting to have a relationship with my dad and to be able to just share emotions and, 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 and talk about girls or talk about, you know, just things I was going through. Um, and he was raised with that mentality of just always being extremely strong and tough, um, and no time for emotion. And so it wasn't his fault. Um, you know, it's just what we know is what we know and what we're brought up with is what we're brought up with. And until there's an intervention, until there's a change, uh, then that, that train track is always, it's going to be there. And so I, um, you know, 16 years old, wanted to kill myself. I was very close to it. Um, there's something that uh, is very real about putting a gun in your mouth and being on the edge of nearly pulling the trigger, um, the 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 uh, the flash of seeing your life um, and a funeral and somebody find you, and and the truth is I couldn't do it because I was scared for whoever would find me, that it would ruin their life, um, what that would look like, and eighteen years old was. You know, I got introduced to cocaine and alcohol and sex, and I just went on a tan. I just, I just used, and 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 you know, for those of you that haven't done cocaine before, it it, it the euphoria it, it numbs your entire body, and you can you 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 don't feel anything, and 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 you're able to just exist. And you're able to just uh, uh, escape from the pain. And, um, but the problem with cocaine is, is um, it's never enough. And so you chase that high. You continue to chase that high again and again and again. And you use and you use and you use it again. And next thing you know, it's five in the morning and you're watching the sun come up and you're so strong out and so tired and so worn out that you don't even know what's next. And so it takes two days to recover from that. And then, and then you tell yourself you're never going to use again, but you do. And that was me. But I, I was functioning so I could, mm -hmm. I could get high, but I could hide it. And, um, I could drink, uh, on the weekends and party and sober up and still work 60 hours a week and then get for, get looking forward to Friday and Saturday night, getting high and, 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 and you know, multiple partners and you, you name it, all the stuff. And so I was, I was um, really living it up on the outside, but on the inside, I was a giant wreck. And um, so this is most of my adult life. I lost my best friend in 2017 to a heroin overdose. His name was Ryan Goodrich. 
they didn't find any heroin in the system at all. They found fentanyl. Oh. And um, he had attended a rehab uh, in Maryland. And he got out of rehab and two weeks later he used and his mom found him. And, um, you know, I'm reminded of uh, that recovery center, not to knock it, but they didn't have Jesus. And so uh, I'm a firm believer now that Jesus is the only answer for longevity and sobriety. And that's what Ben Fuller is out to preach at every single show. And he wants to give you the permission to do the same. You don't have to be on stage to have a powerful story that affects people's lives. You just have to be brave. I can help you with that, by the way. If you want more inspiration, to be honest, to live a strong and courageous life, sign up to be one of my brave babes. Just go to getyourbraveon.info and download my free brave journal. It will walk you through a day daily process on how to choose bravery instead of living in fear. It's the same format that I do every single morning with my first cup of coffee in my hand. And then you'll get access to my free 10-day video series on how to daily make a decision to develop the habit of bravery. Again, that's getyourbraveon.info. Continuing with Ben Fuller, giving you the permission to tell your story of what you've been through next after a quick message from our sponsor. Giving you permission to tell your story with Ben Fuller. So Ben, what's next after losing your best friend to an overdose? I used with him for almost uh, eight years secretly. And uh, him and I would get high together and, and um, you know, we shared a lot of the same problems. And so therefore we could find the same solution in the drugs. And that was cool until it wasn't. And um, in 2000 and, and uh 18, I started, um, I started writing. I started writing songs. I started writing more and more. Um, I just got out of a broken relationship with a girl named Caitlin. And um, her and I had just an amazing, beautiful, crazy relationship. But again, it was, it was revolved around drugs and using and running away from our problems instead of facing them. And so I, um, you know, I started writing my feelings down. And so I wrote the song, Me and Caitlin, which, which you know, I, I remember it had the, na- the, the uh, word needle in it. And I was yeah. so, uh, I, I was so, um, I was so afraid my parents would see and hear and know that I was a drug addict. Again, I, 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 I wouldn't come to terms with the fact that I was an addict because addicts are awful people, right? Right. Or um, they're, living on the street or they're not functioning in society. Yeah, exactly. If you're I, functioning, I, I, you're not an addict. Exactly. And so I didn't want to associate with that because I'm not a bad guy. I'm a nice guy, you know, and, and I could control it because I could quit. I could stop it and then I could continue, but I held my job. I was, I was like, you know, I was an upstanding citizen, you know, and, and, and I was paying my taxes. I'm doing my stuff. I'm working hard. So I never, I never associated myself with an addict. And it's just amazing how that lie, I believe that lie. Um, and so 2018, um, you know, was, was the big year that I decided to, after hearing from multiple friends, I had made a name for myself. Um, I picked up guitar in college. And so, you know, all these things um, finally led to this moment of um, playing my first show in Vermont. And that was February 25th, 2017. So this music for me, I've always been a singer, 
but the music playing music is very new to me. And so um, a year of playing bars and gigs and stuff in Vermont and New Hampshire, uh, it was, it was, it was awesome. But my very first show, I drove home so drunk. I don't even remember. And so it led to uh, this, this other addiction of like, I can't, I can't sing without being high. I can't sing without being drunk. Um, and I, so I would, you know, the beers would line up at my feet. I would play for, you know, shots and, and, and the drunker Ben got the more fun I was Mm. and I could sing more songs and I could, I could be funnier on the microphone. So a year of that happened. And finally I started hearing, Hey Ben, you should go to Nashville. Ben, you got to go to Nashville, buddy. You could make it. You could be a country star. You could do these, you know? And, uh, so in the fall of 2018, I, I actually I picked up, I sold my house. My house sold in one day. It sold to a woman from Nashville, Tennessee. And, and uh, all these crazy things started happening. So I moved down to Nashville and I got a job working at Tootsie's. And again, Broadway, you know, wow, Ben, you made it. Wow. And again, the beers were lined up at my feet. And I was so tired of drinking and driving. I was so tired of, you know, multiple partners and just, you know, what am I doing? You know, what, what, is this it? And that's the question that I kept asking myself, is this it? And in the fall of 2019, everything changed. I got a phone call from a family from Vermont, which is just crazy. And they, they had moved down. God had moved them down to Nashville a year and a half before I even got there. And they called me up. They got my number through a friend and they said, Hey, do you want to come over for dinner? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I went over for dinner and I thought it was kind of crazy, you know? And, but I was like, ah, I've, I've met them only a couple of times. I knew their son from landscaping and, uh, you know, 16 years of being a stonemason and, and planting trees and, and landscaping and working yeah. so hard physically, you know, I, I, um, I tried to find comfort in all those things and I couldn't. And so I was over there and I had a meal with them. And at the end of the meal, they said, would you like to come to church with us in the morning? And uh, it was a Saturday night. And so that next Sunday morning, I went over there and we drove to church of the city in Franklin, Tennessee. And um, I'll just never forget walking into that church, walking into that building, walking in, to that auditorium um, in that aisleway, I stood and I heard Chris McClarney and John Reddick leading worship. And it was one of the most beautiful, amazing things. And I, I hadn't really sat through a church service in my entire life. And so I didn't even know what this was about. I didn't know why everybody's hands were raised. I didn't know <laughs> what this music was that was making me melt inside. And in that moment, um, I let everything go and I heard from God and he said, I gave you your voice and now you're going to sing for me. And, and in that moment, I just knew, I said, okay, I'm ready. I've, 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 I'm done running. And uh, within two months, the swearing was the first to go for me. I had that mm-hmm. awful mouth. And the language and the alcohol and the cocaine and the sex and all the things that I was doing, the lying, 
all the things that I was doing just started leaving me. I started, it was like my conscience was rolled out on a red carpet. I started feeling guilty about things. I started looking at things in a different way. I started feeling mushy inside over things that I used to feel nothing about. Because you were so numb. Yeah. And I was so, I was so numb and I was so high all the time. And now all of a sudden I was sober and I was, and I was saying no to going to the bars and I was changing my writing. And all of a sudden I'm writing about Jesus and light and love and, and all these things. And so um, it was honestly one of the most loneliest transitions of my life. Mm. When I said yes to Jesus, it was one of the most loneliest and toughest times of my life because I felt like I was the only one. I felt like I, I'm like, do I really want to give up all these things? Do I really want to change the way that I, but I do. And I, and I, and it's so funny because I joke about like, that I felt like Jim Carrey and liar, liar, you know, and I'm like, the pen is blue. I'm like, oh. I'm like writing on my face. I'm like, oh, he's trying to, yeah. I, I can't tell a lie. Lie anymore. And I'm like, and I, and, and I felt like that, but I, but it felt so good to tell the truth. It felt so good. And, you know, I had so many people, so many friends of mine were just like, dude, what are you doing, bro? You're brainwashed, bro. Oh. What are you doing? Like, don't go to this church thing, man. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't belong there, bro. You're losing who you are. And they lost the their de- drinking buddy. I've been through oh, that. Oh man. I've been and through so that. Yes. That's exactly what it was. Yes, you mm-hmm. have. And mm-hmm. I, that's, I, I believe also where we found this commonality and, and I'm so thankful to be here with you because um, this is the part where I say, this is the part where I'm feeling right now where telling your story gives permission to somebody else to tell theirs. And so yeah. this moment right now of me telling my story and, and, and don't ever let it get old. Don't ever let it get stale and don't ever think it's unimportant because somebody listening right this second is feeling and hearing this and going, oh my goodness, I'm there right now. I want to change this. I want to go through. I I, I don't understand it. Well, you know what? You know, the beautiful part is Ben Fuller doesn't understand it either. It's the mystery of God that keeps me coming back for more. And, and, and today is two years, nine months, and one day without alcohol, without cocaine. And, and I, shortly after that, no sex. And I'm 35 years old and celibate. Mm-hmm. And people look at me like, what the heck are you doing? Well, I'm waiting on the promise of God for my wife. I'm waiting on the promise of God for the yeah. things that he's promised me. And I'm speaking these things out. And I don't understand it. I don't, I don't need to. But the mystery of God is so amazing. I don't know what he's going to do tomorrow. And do I stumble and fall? Oh, you bet. Do I lust? You bet. Do I struggle with, with self-worth? And is my voice good enough? You bet. I, 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 it's as real as rain. And I struggle with that stuff every single day. And I repent and I try to move on from it. And, and, and I look to God for answers and I, and I, tell him, I don't understand this. And I'm struggling today. And like I said earlier, I'm not promised tomorrow. So I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but I just go out every single day and try to make the most of it and the best of it. Yeah. But by telling your story though, uh, Amanda, yep. telling your story gives people permission to tell theirs. And, and I'm lucky and grateful and chosen 
by God to be able to tell my story on a platform that a lot of people can hear it and tell yeah. theirs. That's why the devil hates me so much. That's why he hates you so much oh, is because without you, without you, Amanda, I couldn't tell my story and have, have the person no. that needed to hear it today, hear it. You're right. Uh, I have written down 15 different questions that I want to ask you about your story. It's like, I'm just sitting here listening. Going, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I always talk during podcasts. I really don't feel like I need to talk that much. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> like this is my job. Uh, I'm just going to go with the deepest question first. How about that? Cause it just feels mm, like we're there. Yeah. Is I've struggled with this too. Um, in my failures, in marriage and my failures going through divorce and my failures and raising and raising my kids on my own and all of the, you know, drinking too much wine at night. Cause after my kids went to bed and going, God, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Do you struggle with your self-worth in the Christian world now? Because sometimes I feel like, you know, when you're within the world, when you're within the Christian culture, meaning I've been on the radio for 25 years, like since I was in college. And it was like, I was always the good girl that was doing all the right things, but secretly not so much. Yeah. And going through all of this stuff and not having the guts to tell people about it. So sometimes now like, I think, am I really worth that position, God? Mm. Are you really using me and loving me, knowing who I am? Do you <laughs> ever struggle with that now? Because in the country world and you're lining up beers on the stage, that's encouraged. You're fitting in, you know, and now when you're talking about that to people in the Christian world, do you struggle sometimes? Am I sharing too much? Is this going to be painful? First of all, you're so beautiful, so strong and so brave for even saying this. So I really? want to praise, I want to praise God for you even asking and talking about Thank this you. because it can never be too much. It can never be too like much. And that. the struggle is real, whether it's, whether it's porn, whether it's lust. Mm -hmm. I've been through all the stuff I've struggled with all the stuff and I'm still trying to figure this thing out and being, being less than three years a believer. I'm going, what am I doing? And that yeah. liar, liar feeling is the realest thing ever. But, but, but I believe this, I believe that you can never go too deep and never be too honest and never be too real on stage. And I've been running into person after person after person that is completely dying inside. Yeah. Because they're struggling with something, because they're hiding something, because they're running from something. Yeah. And, and, and you can't go anywhere these days without, without running into it. I can't even get yeah. on social media, Amanda, without scrolling and seeing some girl twerk in my face. And guess what that does to me? Guess what that does to me as a 35-year-old single man? Yeah. It, it, like, it no. sends me into a spiral ship. Mm -hmm of porn and all the things that I don't need to be watching. And that's the God's honest truth. Right. But you know, the freedom and talking about that, the freedom and the freedom and oh, being right. real with that. And so if you're, if you're going through those things and the fact that, like you said, you would hide and drink at night and, mm -hmm. and all these things, the freedom in talking about that, the bringing that to the light, yeah, the truth, because it's not something that you're hiding anymore. Right. And, and, and I'm dealing with this with my brother-in-law and my sister right now, because they went through a very rocky relationship and he was, they, they don't have the Lord and, 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 and they have been, they do have the Lord. They just haven't seen it. And they've been struggling big time. And my brother-in-law just texted me the other night and he wants to take his own life. And he sent me a message about it. 
<laughs> and he's ready to leave my sister and all these things. And so this is the truth though. This is the real thing. And this is what I was. So real to people I, are dealing with. And, yeah, exactly. And I know other people are going through the same thing and rolled over off their pillow this morning and read something that they didn't want to read or see something that they didn't want to see, which yeah. sent them into a spiral of destruction and hurt and despair. Mm -hmm. And so I'm here to speak that out in the name of Jesus against that and rebuke and bind those things, because I'm telling you, I have seen and tasted, you know, Peter said, I, I, this is this is John six mm -hmm. in my head right now, when Jesus, he looked at a bunch of the people, right. Had just started leaving him. Right. And they're like, this is too hard to follow. This is too hard. to. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to turn away. I'm going to turn right. back. I, I'm going to go, go back to the other life that I have. And, and Jesus looked at the 12 disciples and said, are you going to go to? And Peter looked at Jesus and said, to whom shall we go, my Lord? To whom else shall we go? I have nowhere else to go. I've been yeah. to the sex. I've been to the coke. I've been to all the drugs. I've been to the drinking and driving. Yeah. I've been to all the things. Nothing has given me. I've been to the suicide. Nothing has given me relief. Long right lasting, true, real relief. Yeah. And so the only thing that I've got is Jesus. And the only thing I've got that I can't explain and put my finger on, which bothers me, <laughs> which bothers me because mm -hmm. I'm a guy of wanting to understand and know. But the only thing I can't put my finger on and totally understand is him. And, right. but I know his promises and that's that mystery that keeps me coming back. You're right. That's that I, mystery that keeps me sober. It's true comfort. Because just the other day I was in my car. Cause I think, um, some of the things that we go through in life, you and me personally, I survived an abusive relationship. I learned it. We're like burn victims, you know, like a burn yeah. victim, they, they get healing and they have skin grafts, but the skin, like if you were burned right here, it's still so fragile. Mm. Even though you're healed, you're still fragile. Yeah, and the slightest you, thing can expose the wound again. Mm. And like, what do you, what I've learned is Jesus is there when my wounds are exposed. Wow. When my wounds get exposed again, and you would want to go to things that aren't good for you for comfort. Like yes. whatever your thing is, if it's drugs, if it's alcohol, it's food, if it's relationships, it's all like it, it, your, your wounds exposed. So you're like, I need to feel comfort. So you go there yeah. instead. Like I would just yesterday, I was in my car crying, just like, God, I need you to comfort me. I yeah. need you comfort. Cause I think that's one of the actual, the, the unseen things that he does, even though we don't see him sitting next to us, even though we can't feel him hugging us. Mm -hmm. He can come. He is the best comfort because all that yeah. other stuff is fake comfort. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an absolute lie that will bring yeah. you down the wrong path. So I went on a, but, on a speech but, box. Do you feel like that? Like when you say, when I see a picture or when I see a video on social media or something, is that like the wound exposed? You know what he does is he sends us, he sends us something, someone, something tangible. Yeah. And so he sends, and that's the hug from God. He sends us somebody. Like, and it's yeah. beautiful. He always sends me somebody and it doesn't matter. It's, it's text. It's a phone call. It's a smile. Yeah. It's a podcast. It's a remember it's Amanda yeah. for me today. Cause I need to oh, talk about thing. that because yesterday I was, no, yesterday I was struggling. And I'll tell you what, I, after okay. playing in front of 10,000 people at rise fest, 
<laughs> and praying with a man who was two days sober and, and feeling him shake and watching the demons run around in his chest. I could see uh, it in the spiritual yeah. world. It was crazy. It was yeah. unbelievable. It was something I never experienced before, but I could feel it. They were in there like rattling in a cage. Yeah. Ah, don't touch me. Get away from me. Yeah. And I was feeling that as I was praying, but I needed this today because it reminds me of why I do what I do for a living. And it reminds me of the exact truth and the reality of that. And it also reminds me that these scars are real, that the cut yeah. marks that were covered up here are real, oh. that all that is real. And that gets exposed all the time. You bet it gets exposed all the mm -hmm. time, but man, is it beautiful because you know what? You go ahead and show me that skin that's been torn and ripped yeah. because I'm showing you mine. It's real. Yeah. Yes. You make it okay for people exactly. to be broken. Exactly. And you make it okay for people to need Jesus, not be yeah. perfect examples yeah. of Christians in Jesus, but you yeah. make people, whatever they're, wherever they are on their journey of faith, make it okay to need him. Yeah. Amen. That's, That's a beautiful amen. thing. And going out and going out, and there's a time and place for going out and preaching the gospel. There's a time and place for, 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 for scripture mm -hmm. and all those things. And I get that too. But what I've found works most works best and leads people to Jesus, whether they even know it or not. Cause you asked yeah. me three years ago, I would have said, get away from me. Don't even mm -hmm. talk to Jesus was a derogatory name in my mouth. Uh, yeah. Completely. Saul to Paul. Yeah. You, yeah. Saul to Paul. That's exactly mm -hmm. the experience that I had, but being vulnerable and showing people your hurt, your hang up, your scar, your skin, showing people that, yeah. They show it back to you that's every right. single, every single time, yeah. every single time. And so that's what I'm out to do in Christian music is to uncover it. all these things is to show the real thing is to show the truth is to not be afraid to talk about, Hey, I watched porn mm -hmm. last week mm -hmm. and I'm struggling and I need help. Yeah. I don't want to watch it again. I need help. Yeah. Can you help me? Mm -hmm. And then somebody else raises their hand and says, you did? Well, I did. Right. Can, Instead of standing up on stage, my life is perfect. Exactly. I'm doing everything perfect. And this is how you should behave too. It's like, exactly. I think the world is turning away from that kind of church and that kind of Christianity yeah. because it feels yeah. so fake because yeah. we know what we're going through in our real lives. We're like, no, then, like you have no and, idea how hard and this it, is. And it's funny when I made the choice to, to do Christian music, um, the stigma around that from my, from my friends, the stigma really? around that. Yeah. Oh my word. It's just like, why would you do that? Why would you even go there? Because there's such a stigma around that, that it's just, Oh God, Oh God. Yes, right. Or it's boring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh and, 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 and the stigma around that is just like, you know, we're so holy yeah. and don't touch me. And I'm going to go get my tattoos removed because now I am a priest of the most yep. high God. And it's like, no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me straighten yeah. this out. Jesus came for the broken. He came for the weak. He came mm -hmm. for the sick. He came for me. He came for you. <laughs> and that's who he uses. Yes. When you look at the stories of the Bible, I think specifically, you know, I come from the, the female experience of going mm. through those things and sometimes feeling so like, I'm supposed to be this perfect stay at home mom and with perfect curls in my hair that can do crafts and wants to go to bake sales. And like, that's mm. not me in, at yeah. all. 
I don't wow. fit in. That's so true. We need more authenticity within yeah. people of faith. And oh, this is where I was going. This gives you a higher ability to make a difference because you look at the stories of specifically the women that Jesus used in the Bible. The first person that he revealed himself to as the Messiah and had a conversation with Went her at the well. was mm. the woman at the well. And, you know, everyone, mm. the woman at the well, oh, the, the woman that was, you know, had all kinds of relationships. Yeah. History tells us she was probably infertile and mm. she just went from, and at that time, men, you know, if your wife couldn't give you a baby, they divorced you and you went to the next and you went to the next and you went to the next. Wow. And she felt so much shame that she couldn't even go to the water well to get mm. water when the other women went in the morning. So she would go in the heat of the day because she was so embarrassed of her story of her authentic story. Mm. Who Jesus didn't talk to the perfect women in the morning. No, he didn't. Who did Jesus talk to? Her. He, I could just, mm. he went to the woman at the well and she said, yeah. well, you must be a prophet. And he, she knew who he was yeah. because he showed up real to her. He told her, and then he said, go and tell. Yeah. He used her to go and tell about the savior. Mm. So uh, brave babes, if I can talk yeah. to you directly, stop mm. beating yourself up for your past or your present situation. I think we all have both all the time. <laughs> and please allow yourself to be authentic and share your story and be used by God. And one more quick story, if I can share. I know this is your podcast. I'm talking. No, this talking is your podcast. I'm now. I'm talking God too right much, now. Ben. I'm just praying and praising God. No, no, no. You. This is so powerful and so amazing. <laughs> this is this is so it's so real, and it's yeah, so like, true. That's this is bravery being real. Yeah. Yeah. Bravery is not hiding all of your stuff and pretending to yeah. be perfect. Yeah. In a very small story, when I first became a single mom. Um, brave babes probably know this. If you listen to my podcast, forgive me, I'll be quick, but it happened without warning in the middle of the night. He just said, I'm leaving you tonight. I had no warning. My kids were four, two years old and eight weeks old. I was still nursing and wearing maternity. <laughs> I was still like I fresh from having a baby. And I just had absolutely no warning. And I was doing a morning radio show for a Christian radio station, WGTS in Washington, D.C. at the time, owned by the Seventh-day Adventist Church. And in my mind, I, I was like, they're going to fire me. Like, mm -hmm. I'm out. I'm done. I'm counted out. I'm damaged goods. Nobody's going to ever want me again. So yeah. I kept it a secret that I had been abandoned for six months. Oh my Nobody gosh. knew, except for the closest, my neighbors, you know? Because I had mm. built up what I thought, how the, I thought the church would shame me, Jesus people. But that's the other lesson. I was wrong. Yeah, you were. I went and I finally had the guts to tell my boss, hey, I need some help. And I finally told him that what was going on and there was no judgment. Because I cracked open my heart and I revealed my truth. Here's their answer. And I'm sure you've had this too. How can we help? Mm. <laughs> would you believe they would have said that from day one? I wish I would have. I wish I could go back and tell that girl. Yeah. Hey, please go get the Jesus people to help you. But here's the beautiful so part, Amanda. Yeah. Is that you just did. <laughs> you just right. did. You just told her. Just, mm -hmm. And she's listening right now. Yeah. 
And you just I gave her permission to go tell to go right. tell her work permission that that that, that you taught me that it's so beautiful. No, I, I God taught me that, and I'm just passing that on to you. But you just told somebody, and it's the same thing that when I get on stage and I look yeah. at that 16 year old boy right in the eyes, and I see him yeah. just bright eyed and bushy tailed, staring yeah. at me like I'm some kind of star. And I look at him and I say, when I was your age, I had a gun in my mouth. Oh. That could be you next week, next month. I don't know. Next year, it doesn't matter. But let me tell you what. Let me tell you about a savior. Let me tell you about Jesus yeah. that I wish I knew when I was 16 to stop you from spending 17 years of using alcohol, using drugs <laughs> and finding comfort in sex and multiple partners and all these things and, yeah. and, and running away your whole life. Let me tell you something right now that'll change your life so that you don't even have to go through what I went through. And so that's exactly what you just did, Amanda, is you just Thank gave you. permission to tell that, that young girl, that younger Amanda, yeah. hey, look, go to your work, go to your superiors, whoever it yeah. is, go to somebody and just tell go them, to the hey, church. I need help. Go to the church. I need help. Yeah. Church people are not, we get a bad rap. We Absolutely. get a bad rap. Yeah. There and, are and, and, lots and you, of loving churches that will wrap their arms around amen. you. And that is the place to run. Mm -hmm. Amen. And the true part is there's also lots of churches that won't. I know. There's also, there's also lots of churches that have earned that. And that, and that would say, I'm sorry, you have to step down. You have to get away and you can't be in leadership. And, and you, that's yeah. what, it, and that, and, and that's the truth too. I know. And so, but, but you're right. There's always someone who's going to open their arms up and open their hands up and open their hearts back up mm -hmm. to you and say, look, we get it. It's not your fault. Even if it is yeah. your fault, we're still here. Even if it is your fault. Right. Even yeah. if, I mean, I'm sure part of it was my fault. Yeah. That's and good. I'm not, he's not the only one at fault in that relationship. Yeah. Not at yeah. all. We want to give you permission for you to tell your story yeah. so you can go help somebody else. Yeah. And while we're doing it, we're hoping that we're helping you as well. Yeah. You're not tired of telling this story. You're going to have to tell this with every radio person that interviews yeah. you now, Ben, but yeah. I hope you yeah. do. And I yeah, hope I if will. you get tired of doing it, please just have that moment. We're like, nope. I love how you're like, you're like that 16 year old boy. I'm like, there's that 16 year old girl or there's yeah. that new mom that's absolutely just devastated Yeah. that I would love to picture when I get tired of telling the story. Yes. And amen. your song, who am I? Yeah. Who I am. Uh, who I am. I'm sorry. Who I, <laughs> I don't am. There's another who am I. Stows, but anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 don't be sorry. sorry. No, it's fine. That song just won some massive BMI awards, so I'll take it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, who I am. Who I am. You know, I, I feel like one of the lucky ones that I got to see the acoustic version of that song being performed. Mm. I love both. So maybe could you tell me a little bit, we'll play a clip of that song and tell me a little bit, like if maybe I think if you're in that position right now, or you're struggling, your self-worth is damaged, you're wrapped up in shame. You feel like you're not good enough. You feel like God can't use you. Is that who that song is for? Who I am in the eyes of the father, who I am is love set free. Who I was, I left at the altar. I am yours, Lord. I believe those lyrics just came. The melody just came. The song was written in an hour and it was just so powerful and beautiful. And I believe that God knew that I would need a reminder that he knew I would need an anthem and something that I could just say and believe that I'm a child of the most high God. And to watch the room last night at the BMI Christian Awards 
to watch the room sing that song and, and, and we, the kingdom and Zach Williams and Kane, and Stephen <laughs> Curtis Chapman, and people are mouthing these words. Yeah. I'm a child of the most high God. I'm going, how can this even be possible right now with yeah. God? Anything is possible. And I'm here to vouch for the fact that if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. I, I never thought that I would be in the position that I'm at right now. I never thought that I would be signed to the Christian side of Sony or, or rubbing yeah. elbows and hugging Stephen Curtis Chapman last night and having him thank me for my voice and my music and thank God for that. It's like, <laughs> what the heck? I never even imagined, but I'm telling you, it's possible. And it's happening right now in real time for me. And so it's happening right now in real time for you too. But that song has become my declaration and has just become a fallback for me whenever I'm feeling weak. And I've been singing that all over the country. And it's been so powerful to watch others sing it and declare it and own it and just say, I'm a child of the most high God. You bet I am. And the cool part is, is you don't even need to understand it. You just need to know that you are. Okay, Ben. I'm going to put you on the spot. You can say no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like the can you... is pretty, pretty wide open. At this okay. <laughs> I love the song. We're playing the song Yeah. at the Fish Sacramento and on the, the network I'm on as well. Can you give me the hook, the acoustic hook? Can you sing that for me? <laughs> When um, I saw you perform it, no, if you, you probably have to like warm up and stuff. No, I don't need to warm up. I just I'm want that. I'm a child. Of most high God and most high God's for me. I'm a child of the most high God and the most high God's for me. I like it. And there's nothing you can do to earn that position. And there's nothing you can do to lose that position. You yeah. are his child. Yeah. And he loves you. Amen. Thank you for your time. Any last thoughts? I could keep talking to you forever, but I know like you've got a schedule and you've got, you're big and you've got like managers and stuff right now. I'm not. (laughs) Um, uh, Is there anything else that you wanted to share with the brave babes? Yeah. Brave babes. Uh, First of all, you and I are brave babes, Amanda, and I'm thankful for you. And, and what I would have to say is just never stop telling your story. Don't ever stop. It's it. It's something so powerful that happens when you tell it, you matter, your story matters, your life matters, whether you think so or not, it does. Because think about that one person, that one person, that was me, that was you, that one person who needed to hear it. You could change their life with your story because there's, Mm -hmm. I guarantee I'll, I can tell you right now, there's one person listening to this podcast that is going to tell their story and help just one person. And that one person was us. It's so powerful. And it's so cliche. You know, Jesus left the the 99 for the one. It's kind of cliche in the Christian world, like all that stuff. But let me tell you what, when you are that one, when you are that one that he leaves the group for to come find you and yeah. bring you back over his shoulders and carries you home and brings yeah. you back into the fold. And all of a sudden you see that and you realize, oh my gosh, I was so lost, but now I'm found. Like you start, all these songs start making sense. All these things start making sense only because you told your story. Like how easy is that? By the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Praise God. I'm so thankful to be here. I'm so thankful to be alive. And that's the way that we 
that's the way that if you and I wake up tomorrow, yeah. we'll start our day and we'll just say, God, thank you for a chance to wake up. Yeah. Allow us to go out and tell our story and be brave in Jesus name. Amen. <laughs> Get your brave on. I'm so glad you just messed up my lashes. <laughs> you look so I'm going to say it for the third time. You look so beautiful. <laughs> Thanks for saying that. Like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Thank Seriously. you. Ben. I appreciate yeah. you. You're welcome. I appreciate you. Telling your story gives people the permission to tell theirs. It also gives them the permission to be broken and ask for the help that they so desperately need. And I'm here for you. If you're in that broken place and you need some help, that's what Get Your Brave On is all about. I had this tribe of friends that helped me put my life together when I first became a single mom. And I said, what can I ever do to repay you? And they said, just go do it for somebody else. That's how I developed Get Your Brave On. So it'd be my honor if you went to getyourbraveon.info. I have a free brave planner for you to download. It's two pages. One is just like kind of a system that you can go through in the morning to start your day right. And the second is a way to organize your whole day. So you're focused and living a brave life totally free. Just sign up, get it at getyourbraveon.info. And you can even go deeper if you want more, if you want daily prayer, daily meditations, and also daily devotionals to help you stay focused and not let fear take over your life. Sign up to be a brave babe. It's all at getyourbraveon.info. My goal is to reach 10,000 people this summer with a message of living a strong and courageous life with Get Your Brave On. This is a powerful episode. Maybe you're thinking of a friend that needs to hear this, someone that will be comforted by this. Why don't you be a hero and share it with them? It's really easy. Just copy the link to this podcast and paste it in a text to them and just said, hey, this really meant a lot to me. Thought it might help. And together you can be brave babes. Bravery is a habit. It's kind of like going to the gym. We're a lot more successful if we do it in a team. <laughs> so spread it around and join the Brave Babe community at getyourbraveon.info. Would love to hear from you what you think. Please click follow and leave me a review. I'll give you a shout out on the next episode. Big thanks to Ben Fuller. Can't wait to see him perform live again soon. I highly recommend you catch one of his shows. Find his tour schedule at benfullerofficial.com. His music streaming everywhere on Spotify. Right now, I've got Who I Am on repeat. And I want to take a second to thank the team at lifeaudio.com for their partnership with us on the Get Your Brave On podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They have shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, even single parenting, and more. Get your brave on. Hey, everybody. I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. And we're hosts of the Kynos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. The word kynos means new, and that's exactly what we want to do on our podcast. Bring something new from what is old in our faith. And on this show, you might hear us explore topics like what the Bible has to say about student loan forgiveness, discuss how the satanic temple affects our view of religious liberty in America, or even question why is it that so many people are having rapture anxiety. To learn more about the podcast, go to lifeaudio.com. I found myself on a ledge three stories high at some condominiums, contemplating my life and struggling to understand my purpose. Have you ever found yourself on the ledge? My name is Billy Yates. I'm a caring father, mentor, and friend. In my new podcast, Billy and the Goat, I share the life-changing events 
that shaped who I am today to remind you that no matter how far you've fallen, God can help you get up and thrive. Listen now at lifeaudio.com. Thank you so much for your support of the Get Your Brave On podcast. I'd love to connect with you. Call my hotline anytime and let me know how this podcast is impacting your life and how you're silencing fear at 5304-AMANDA. Let's connect on socials and get more strategies to silence fear every day on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Amanda Carroll Show. And if you want to go deeper, join my Patreon. You can get daily motivations and prayers and meditations and live videos. Just go to getyourbraveon.info and sign up to be a member of the Get Your Brave On tribe. Join our Facebook group too. Just search Get Your Brave On. And I'd be honored if you would follow this podcast and subscribe and even leave a review. That helps more women just like you facing a plot twist find more strategies to silence fear. I'll shout you out in the next episode or even send me an email to amanda at amandacarroll.org and tell me how God is using this podcast in your life like Kim did. She said, I just want to thank you for your podcast. I signed up in July and honestly, always deleted your message. (laughs) It's okay. Or sometimes just took a quick glance. But today was different. It was if God was drawing me to really take a look at it. And I did. After downloading the app to get a podcast, I went back and clicked on the prayer. As I stood in my bathroom, brushing my teeth, the words just filled the room with a peacefulness. It came over me and it was like a weight had been lifted. The stress of living with a few disabilities and being on long medical leave from work for over a year and the stress of trying to go back to work with homeschooling two kids, I was keeping it all in. I just wanted to know how much you make a difference. I even shared your podcast with my mom, cousin, and brother, (laughs) even though he's not a lady. He's going through a tough time and wanted him to hear the prayer. So bless you. Bless you. I am so thankful that God used this in your life. You're my why. I'm honored to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out anytime. All the links are in the show notes. And I love the idea of you listening to the episodes while you're brushing your teeth. I actually think it's perfect. Start your day with me. So just make sure you follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Get your brave on.